Hello, everyone, and welcome to Meow Mix, the Carolina Panthers podcast. My name is Steven. My name is Jerry. And we are here to recap the draft. Uh, as you most likely know, we have already gone through rounds one, two, and three. Um, put our rapid reactions up immediately after those rounds. And welcome to all the new YouTube subscribers. We appreciate it. Um, our videos did pretty well over the last few days, so thanks everybody for the comments and the likes and the subs. Uh, we appreciate it, and if you like this, then please like and subscribe. Um, we're going to start with the fourth round, go through uh, the end of the draft, then we'll kind of recap some of the other stuff that happened. Uh, I think there's actually been some undrafted signings mm-hmm. as well yeah. we can look at. Um, so we'll start right now with our fourth round pick. Um, oh, and by the way, let me just say that day three, I love. I mean, I loved day three. Uh, a plus overall for me for a day three. Yeah, I agree. Uh, it feels like they were just grabbing. First of all, they collected pick after pick after pick, and then they yeah. just started grabbing the guys that they wanted or they really valued. And a lot and, of guys that fell, just it, great value picks. And I honestly, I think we may have gotten a couple starters out of here, or at least. I, I think so, too. You know, yeah. You know, future starters, maybe not day one, but. Well, here's one that's definitely not a day one starter. But no. uh, fourth round pick, Chubba Hubbard. Great name. Uh, running awesome back name. out of Oklahoma State. Uh, this guy in 2019 rushed for 2,094 yards and twenty-three t- or 21 touchdowns. Mm-hmm on 328 attempts so i mean 6.4 rushes per attempt that's oklahoma state you know that's not a d3 school so i love this pick Uh, i was hoping that the panthers would address the backup running back uh position sometime in day three of the draft and it seems like this guy was uh, someone who if he had come out last year would have been a much higher pick now in 2020 with you know the weird COVID season, his stats fell a little bit, you know, uh, 133 attempts, 625 yards, only five touchdowns, but he obviously has the skills. Yeah. He, uh, what I kind of watched some of the, his highlights, I couldn't watch everything, everything, but sure. he seemed like he was very patient and he hit the hole quick. He doesn't, he doesn't seem to have the top end speed, but he does have that quickness to get to the second level. And then, yeah. you know, and that's really all that matters. Yeah. Right? I mean, is if you can burst through the line, if you can get past those first couple of defenders, mm-hmm. then you're going to pick up yards, you know? And as a backup running back, you know, this is perfect for me. Yeah. Six foot, 210. Pretty yeah. pretty solid guy. I mean, I like good, this pick. Good size. Um, supposedly had a couple fumbling issues, but, I mean, that's something that the coaching staff will have to work on, and it's very fixable. Yeah. Seems like a lot of guys that come, especially in, the, in these later oh. rounds, have – some issue. So uh, well, if, that's all, if that's his only issue, then fine. They can fix that. Yeah, Carry the ball Otherwise, they would be a first-round pick if they had no issues. Right. You, we've seen a lot of really good running backs come into the league with fumbling mm-hmm. issues. So, um, Overall grade on that pick, for me, it's an A. Um, I would go A-, minus, but yeah. yeah, A. I mean, again, what's your gr- What's your small little hang-up? Just uh, other positions, maybe? Yeah. That's yeah. it, but I agree with you at the same time where we needed to find another backup running back because it seemed yeah. like even Bonavin couldn't stay healthy. We Mike Davis is gone. We needed to find something else back there. Yeah, I like this pick a lot. Um, moving to the fifth round, uh, first pick of the fifth round for the Panthers, defensive tackle 
Davion Nixon. Mm-hmm. Uh, this is a guy that sort of fell a bit. Uh, a lot of folks had him late second or third round pick. So this is a really good value pick. Yep. He's 6'3", 305. And this is another position that I was hoping they would address. I'm showing him at 315 on NFL.com. So oh, okay. So a little bit bigger on that side. Yeah, this guy fell. I don't know. I'm surprised he didn't go in the third or fourth round. Yeah. Um, big guy. Um, he does have to work on his technique. That's kind of what I read. But for the mm-hmm. most part, he's a good run-stuffing defensive tackle that has the athletic ability to be a pass rusher with better technique. But that's that's awesome. That is exactly the type of guy we needed to grab. Someone Perfect. to pair next to Derek Brown in the future, learn behind Daquan Jones and Derek Brown this year, and hopefully next year take that step and become the starter if we that's don't resign th- Daquan Jones. Exactly. And that that's the thing. It was like Daquan Jones, a one year deal. If this guy can learn from him over the mm-hmm. course of this season, he's got the size and he can come in and play, then I mean this is perfect. Again, this is a a position that I didn't want the Panthers to go for in the first couple of rounds, but that they needed to address to short and this I is agree. perfect like this is a guy you could have gotten in the first couple of rounds yeah and no, wouldn't have yeah go ahead. this is exactly the position i was worried about before daquan jones and then when they signed him i was like at least we got a stop gap for this yeah. year yeah. you know we still need some depth and this is what it's providing it right i think a defensive tackle two three weeks ago was probably one of our worst positions yeah. our scariest positions and now i feel with his signing with daquan jones signing i feel like this could be a very strong part yeah. of our defense. The defensive line is extremely solid. The uh, and I would even say better than that. <laughs> yeah, agreed. Um, so with this pick, I mean, I'm going A+. Plus. I think where a you know, fifth-round guy that could be a starter next year or you know a high-quality reserve mm-hmm. is perfect in the fifth round. I, absolutely. Same thing, A+. Plus. All right. Uh, let's go to the next position here. Also defense, Keith Taylor, cornerback out of Washington. Um, I've read a lot about this guy, and a lot of folks are pretty down on him. <laughs> um, <laughs> I've too. seen some that, yeah, I've seen some that are that you know kind of are, you know, agnostic about him. But a lot of folks are saying this is a bad tackler. He's bad in coverage. He, you know, he he's fast, but that's about it. So I don't know a ton about him. Um, he's also tall. That's what I read. He's too. tall. Yeah, he's he's got <laughs> good size and and speed. Um, but this is you know getting a backup corner in the fifth round that you know may needs a lot of coaching is fine. I'm fine yeah. with that. Yeah, I, I agree. I he has a size and speed that the Panthers wanted, and it. Hopefully Matt Rule sees him as a project that maybe he can be on the practice squad and they can coach up into a quality corner. Yeah. I mean, and where they grabbed him at, I'm not throwing a temper tantrum. He has a size and speed. It's not like he's just a complete bad player. So right. good. Yeah. I'll give it a B minus. I agree. I think B minus, maybe even C plus on this one. Um just give me a sec here. I'm just looking up to see where. Um... Shoot. Sorry, we can cut this out. All right. So just kind of looking around him. Um, 
I don't see a lot of guys that went like within the 10 picks after him that I would have wanted more. You know, position-wise, couple of corners, defensive tackles, linebackers. I mean, I think I'm okay with this pick. And we're Um, talking late round five. This is the time where the coaching staff and the scouting guys really just, they're going after the guys they think that they can work in their system and they can coach up. And yeah, I'm fine with it. Yeah, agreed. Um, All right, moving on to the sixth round. And maybe my favorite pick of day three. Deontay Brown, Same. guard out of Alabama. Uh, first of all, you're getting an Alabama offensive lineman in the sixth round. Mm-hmm. A starting Alabama offensive lineman. Um, he's a guy that we talked first about. team SEC. Yeah, he's a lineman. guy we talked about in our, you know, our, basically our last preview show, draft preview show, mm-hmm. um, that we thought if we could get him, you know, on day three, it would be a really nice value. And this is, you know, again, a position of need, you know, offensive line. He's he's a huge guy. Um, 6'3", 365. He's yep. massive. <laughs> he's only allowed one pressure in 2020. I mean, just think yeah. about that. And he's playing in the SEC. It's not, you know, Division Two or anything. Right. And one of the best things about him, if you look at him, he looks like a Blastoids from Pokemon. He is that yeah, big of a guy. Does. The social media was, team's gonna have fun with him. <laughs> I was gonna say he originally I kept calling him like a bowling ball with legs and yeah. arms to match. Yeah. But then as someone compared him to a Blastoids, and I was like, yes, that is the. I saw Blastoids means all over the place yesterday, <laughs> which, which is great. Uh, you know, we're Pokemon fans here. That, uh, I mean, so, all joking aside, the guy's a beast, yeah. and that's yeah, six round. He's huge. I would not be shocked if he ended up starting towards the end of the season for us. Well, so so some of the knocks on him are he's a very bad athlete, from what they say, which at 365, maybe going to be tough to be an elite athlete at that yeah. size. Um, and then there's you just concerns push him with his back. Pa- yeah, there's <laughs> concerns with his, his pass protection. Um, but, you know, as a guard, if he's surrounded by some quality guys, like if he's on the right side, yeah. Then I, I feel pretty good about that. You know, Moten can help him out. Um, so, yeah, I, you know, this it's it's a position the Panthers didn't address enough, in my opinion, offensive line in this draft. Um, but they got a good one here. I'm excited. I, I agree. I think that's a good quality guard in the sixth round. Yeah. Yeah. Sign so, me up. So I gave the grade, I would say an A. Yeah, that's me. Me too. Solid A. Uh, sixth round. You know, the pass protection thing is my only concern, but he can – be coached yeah again he didn't allow a sack and only allowed one pressure last year yeah so uh went to our second sixth round pick and by the way the panthers just kept acquiring more and more picks i think we had 11 draft picks in this draft scott trade back fitterer yeah which we started (laughs) with seven i think Mm -hmm. so before the teddy bridgewater trade um so shy smith wide receiver out of south carolina just looking at his stats, nothing blows me away with him. Mm-hmm. Um, his best season was 2018, 45 receptions, 673 yards, four touchdowns. So he's not a guy that was out there, you know, I don't think he was the number one receiver. But he is, he's 5'10", 185, so a bit, a bit on the small side. Um, but again, this is, you know, we're looking at guys to maybe replace Curtis Samuel. He's yeah. about the same size, 
he's a great route runner. He has yeah. he catches with his hands. He he's gonna be that slot type of guy. He's gonna be competing with not competing. He'll probably be underneath David Moore hmm. in that slot position at the start of the year. And they're hoping that they can develop him. I don't think he has the top end speed, but I think he's quick and a yeah. good route runner. And I think in the slot that can work very nicely for this team. Yeah, and that's something that you know a slot receiver. You know, Terrace Marshall, who they've drafted in the second round, you know, not yeah. he's not a slot receiver. No, he's an so, outside guy. Yeah. So this would be this would be that addressing that position. And again, you know, middle of the sixth round, perfectly fine. Yeah. Perfectly fine with something like this. Um, so I'm I'm gonna give this, you know, maybe a B plus. Um I you know again just because I feel like receiver we didn't need to take two receivers in this draft. Um, but middle of the sixth round, again, you know, if you go get somebody that you like that falls, then take him. I'm going A minus. I didn't realize he ran a four four. I thought he That's fast. Yeah, yeah that's really fast. That's that's that that is fast. So, Faster than me. And he ca- and he has a good route running and good hands. Yeah. Uh, that could be a sneaky okay. safe one. I'm going A minus. Yeah, good. Again, I'm happy with it. Um mm. let's go to maybe the most controversial pick of the draft for the Panthers, especially in day three here. Thomas Fletcher, long snapper, again out of Alabama. Um, Long snapper, a position the Panthers are pretty set at, you know, J.J. Jansen, although he is getting a little long in the tooth. And and he just signed a one-year deal. Yeah, just a one-year deal. Um, But, you know, he's been with the Panthers, it seems like, since 1995. Now, it hasn't been that long. (laughs) But he's been here for a long time. And, you know, always one of those guys that you just don't worry about. Yeah. You never hear his name, which is exactly what you want from a long snapper. Absolutely. How many bad long, like, punt snaps have you seen or field goal I don't snaps? Even, I don't yeah. even remember any. Exactly. I mean, honestly. And, then, and that's beautiful. That's what you yeah. want. That's what you need because otherwise you're going to know, oh, my God, we need one. Yeah. With that being said... I'm fine with this pick because if they think he could be the long-term answer, because like you said, J.J. Jansen's probably going to be gone in a year or two anyways, I'm fine with this pick. I know my nephew texted me and was like, we could have signed him as an undrafted free agent. You never know if he's going to sign. Maybe. Or he could have been taken in the seventh round. Have you seen the video of him getting called? So Matt Rule called him up to say he was drafted. Say, hey, are you got you ready to come to Carolina? He goes, I don't know right now. I'm I'm still debating it. That's right. He, he was talking to someone else. I heard that. Yeah, because He's, he did. Yeah. He thought he was an undrafted free agent, and he. So yeah. what Matt Rule did was like figured. All right, someone else is going to try to grab this guy. I'm going to go ahead and just use one of these late round picks on him. Bring him in, and if I like him, I'm keeping him. I'll probably drop JJ Jansen and or trade him. Yeah. So. Yeah, space. that, um, and I think that a long snapper was taken right after this pick as well. I think Washington took one right after this pick. So, uh, speculation is that Washington wanted this guy and the Panthers grabbed him. But this is very similar to Tommy Stevens from last year with the Panthers, who they were trying to negotiate with him to, mm-hmm. to take him as an undrafted free agent, and then the Saints swooped in and picked him up. So, again, I agree with you. Late in the sixth round, like pick somebody that you think is going to play for the team. Mm-hmm. And if it's a long snapper, then it's a long snapper. Like if it's a punter, really, it's a punter. <laughs> and then the late sixth round, what are you looking for? Honestly, you're just looking for bodies. You're, you're that, looking for that might a be guy able to that can 
eventually maybe make the roster. I mean, that's what you're looking for competition. Mm -hmm. You're looking for competition. And that's what this guy brings. So um, that being said, I'm not super excited about it. So I'm going to give it a B minus. You know, there there probably could have been other positions that they addressed here. Uh, Offensive line would be one. But just, uh, I don't hate it. I'm going to go B plus just because I have a feeling Matt Rule must have loved this guy and really wanted long-term, at, you know, an answer. So, yeah. well, and instead hey, of Al- hanging out. He's in Alabama. So, you know, he's he's been coached well. We know that much. Yeah. A lot of Alabama. A lot of, actually, a lot of, like. South Carolina SEC, and Alabama. Yeah, a lot of SEC picks for the Panthers uh, this year. Uh, going to the final pick, seventh round. I think the fourth pick in the seventh round, Phil Hoskins, defensive tackle out of Kentucky. Uh, Now, this is another one that a lot of folks didn't have Phil Hoskins being drafted. A lot of folks had him Mm -hmm. as as an undrafted free agent. And a defensive tackle, don't know the Panthers needed another defensive tackle in this draft. If it was me, I'd have just gone for another body on the offensive line. Give me just more competition at that very important spot, but it's the seventh round. Absolutely. And, and if they like this guy, then I, I have no problem with it. I, I mean, don't know a lot about him. He has he has big size, 6'5", 313. He's very nimble, they said, very athletic, and that seems to be what Matt Rule likes. So it's one of those things, like you said, if he likes him and he thinks he can coach him to become a better, you know, defense tackle, yeah. good for it. <clears throat> and he, who knows? He may – I mean, he has a seven-foot wingspan. Who knows? They may put him on the outside, too, on certain type of situations. Yeah, yeah. You know, if if he's got an one elite trait, and again, I don't know a lot about him. I didn't do a ton of research on the Panthers' seventh-round pick, uh, normally because they don't make the roster. But if he has an elite trait, then that's all I want. Like, if you're in the sixth and seventh round, just pick a guy with one elite trait, and you can try to coach up the rest. So, Well, one of the best things I see about him is his nickname is Big Snack. So big snack. Well, I like, <laughs> I like that. If you come in with a nickname, then you're somebody at least. Yep. <laughs> um, so yeah, I'm just going to give this like a, a C plus. I don't, again, it's seventh round pick position. I didn't necessarily think they needed to address again. So C plus for me. I'll go C plus too. That's I agree. I mean, he's one of those guys that could have probably went undrafted, but yeah, whatever. If you, if Matt Rule, if you like to him, go grab him. Don't let him hit the undrafted. You learned last year that that doesn't yeah. always go in your favor. Right, exactly. Um, so again, I you know we sort of gave our grades for the the entire day before. I think we were both A plus, you know, solid A. So we're we're very 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 happy with the day three picks here. Um, so let's kind of go back and look at the first couple of days here. Um, Again, go go back and listen to our rapid reactions if you want a more deep deep thoughts on these guys. But uh, we'll kind of talk about J.C. Horn again, first round pick, eighth overall. At the time, we were, I was definitely more negative about it than you were, um, mm-hmm. and not necessarily negative about the player, but negative about passing on Justin who we Fields. passed on, who yeah, we passed I mean, on, right? Pass on Justin Fields, pass on Rashawn Slater, pass on Michael Parsons. Devontae Smith, a lot of guys that I thought would have been better for the Panthers. Uh, a few days removed from that and thinking more about it and looking more at J.C. Horn, um, 
I feel very similar to the way I did before. That being said, uh, the Panthers are going to have to change up their defense in order to take full advantage of J.C. Horn. And that's a good thing. Yeah, I, I think that was their last plan year's anyway. defense sucked. <laughs> and I I agree with J.C. Horn. I kind of prefer Jason Fields just because I really don't believe in Sam Darnold ever becoming a franchise quarterback while I believe Fields is a franchise quarterback that we passed on. Mm-hmm. But with that being said, our defense is going to be very scary. We're going to have Hassan Reddick and Brian Burns coming off those edges. We're going to have Derek Brown, Daquan Jones being able to stop that run. I wouldn't be shocked if J.C. Horn and Action Jackson aren't left on islands more often this season, just trying to get that pressure straight at the quarterback and have them frantically throwing it away or taking sacks. That I mean, that's what J.C. Horn's good at. Mm-hmm. You know, that press man coverage, one-on-one. Um, he's just, from what I... From what I read, he's very weak in the zone, which the Panthers ran so much zone last year. So if that is the case, and they have decided, you know, with this upgraded offensive or defensive line, um, that they're going to be able to bring more pressure, bring more bodies, and leave those guys out there alone, then I like this pick a lot more. So I'm going to assume that that's what the plan is. I do too. I, I think that's the plan. I don't think that was Phil Snow's offense that he was running last year. I think that was what the players that were on the roster were capable of playing. Yeah. And, and if that's the case, then then that's fine. Um, then then I really like this pick a lot more. If they drafted this to actually allow Phil Snow to run his defense, then I do like this pick a lot more. I haven't heard that specifically from them. Oh. But yeah. that would be nice if, that's, if that is the case. Um, so going to the second round pick here uh, – uh, Terrace Marshall, wide receiver out of LSU. Uh, I still like this pick a lot. Um, just a position that, again, the Panthers, I, I wanted them to address. Maybe not in the second round, um, but this is a guy that I think that they felt I think would... you had to jump up and grab him. Yeah. It, if they liked him and it seemed well, like... And actually, they traded back. They traded back twice and still got him. So, yeah. you know, this but is I'm... a guy that fell to them. Exactly, but that's what I'm saying. Like, I think he's going to be an eventual starter here. I think, unfortunately, Robbie Anderson will probably no longer be here after this year, mm-hmm. and I think it'll be Marshall and DJ Moore. Yeah, yeah, and, and if that's the case, then again, I'm fine with that. Yeah. Uh, you know, my main concern with the way these first two picks have gone is that they didn't address what, in my opinion, was the most pressing need for this team, and that's left yeah. tackle. And. On the third round, that's what they address is Brady Christensen. And I I like the guy. I hope he pans out. He had a good college career. But, man, you are asking a lot of a third-round pick to go in there and start, especially protect Sam Darnold, who up in New York never had protection and always ran for his life. Mm -hmm. Are you going to shell-shock Sam Darnold by not getting him the proper protection out there? Because look at Derek Carr. Or David Carr, sorry. He never, was never the same after Houston because they never protected him. Yeah, and the good the, dif- the difference is is that I think David Carr went five years with those beatings, and, and Darnold has only gone three. So hopefully Darnold isn't quite as bad as David Carr ended up being. Um, but, yeah, it is a major concern. Like, not a- addressing the offensive line earlier in this draft with an elite, elite player mm-hmm. is a problem. 
uh, in my opinion. So this Brady Christensen, again, this is another guy that people, you know, a lot of people had him in the third round, but the fact that he played at BYU, who don't have the strongest of competition, um, is, uh, you know, you, you don't really know what you're getting. Plus, he's got a little, little short arms, um, which not great for a left tackle. So we'll see. Um, but again, I'm, I'm cautiously optimistic with that. You know, if we got a starting left tackle in the third round, then amazing, yeah. right? Like, that would be perfect. I mean, you got to think, man. He's going to be competing against um, Irving, Trent Scott, and Greg Little for that left tackle yeah. spot. And let's put up, let's be a, all frank here. None of those guys filled me with confidence starting at left tackle day one. No. I, I hope that... The, some of the money they freed up with Teddy Bridgewater that maybe they're able to find somebody else, at least add more depth to that yeah. position, more more competition. I mean, Eric Fisher's right. available. Talk, um, yep. The former Pittsburgh Steelers left tackle. I can't say his name. It's very long. Yeah. So. Yeah, so there's options out there. Um, and and now let's look at the final pick uh, for the Panthers here. The third round, 83rd overall, Tommy Trimble, tight end out of Notre Dame. Um, this is a guy that we sort of talked about in our mock draft episode with uh, with Jason Hewitt, a guy that we all you know we liked. Mm-hmm. Um, in the mock, we were hoping that he fell to the fourth round, and he did not. So this is very similar to that. He goes in the third here. Uh, really good blocking tight end at this point in his career, um, but he's got some of the tools to maybe uh, advance past that and be more of a pass catcher, you know, in the future. Um, but if you're not going to address the offensive line, at least give me a tight end who can block, right? Yeah. So this is I I was pretty happy with this pick, and I still am. I am too. A good blocking tight end that couldn't develop into becoming a pass catcher when Dan Arnold's going to be the pass catcher this year. I, I like this pick. You could develop him, hopefully. Six four two fifty. He's got good size. Um. He's he's just overall solid, and mm-hmm. he's you know from what he says, he's an elite blocking tight end. So, again, you get me somebody with an elite trait, then I'm happy. Uh, so that's all the draft picks, Jerry. Let's kind of give our overall grade for how we feel like this draft went for the Panthers, and I'll let you start. I'm gonna go a minus. Um, really solid draft. I think, like I said, I think we may have found a couple starters late in this pick Mm -hmm. or in this draft and that's what you want and more likely i like the fact that they took so many swings late because those are the type of guys that can fill out the bottom of the roster with depth and this team has struggled with depth under marty herney that was one of the biggest negatives is Mm -hmm. you had top end talent up top but later on it was just there was nothing once those guys got injured or needed to take a breath yeah and and I was just about to say something very similar. Is unlike the Marty Herney years, I liked this draft more as it went on. Mm-hmm. You know, more later on, the the later picks fill me with more glee maybe than the earlier picks. And again, only because of who the Panthers passed up and and the positions that I was hoping they would address. But overall, I agree with you. I'm going to go a minus. Uh, I feel like they got very good players. Um, and they addressed a lot of needs. Yep. And that's all you can ask for, really, is address some needs and get some top-end talent. And I feel like they, they they did a really good job. You know, 
the trading back was annoying to me at first because number one, I wanted to see my team make a pick, you know, <laughs> especially, especially there in the second round where they just kept trading back. And I was like, Oh my God, are we ever going to get to a Panthers pick here? Um, but I do feel like where they ended up picking, they drafted good guys and they accumulated enough picks to get even more talent on the roster, which was greatly needed. So overall, yeah, a minus for me. So here's a question. Uh, yeah. Who is your pick of the draft? I mean, obviously, you're going to expect J.C. Horn to be the best player, but I'm saying the best pick that you, where they got him and everything else. I would say, for, I think, value, guy that I'm most excited about, um, maybe that fifth-round pick, Davion Nixon. Ah, that was um, mine. <laughs> yeah, just just the defensive tackle. Um, again, a position that isn't like in desperate, desperate need this year, but a guy that really fell to the into the Panthers' lap. Yeah, and, and, and it's gonna I think is gonna be a player for a long time for us. And being rotational defensive tackles really helps everybody out. It helps them, you know, get their breath and get back out there and stay healthy and fit. You know, yeah. while maybe knocking down those O-linemen being so. And that's the thing is like, there's no pick in this draft that I don't like, you know, yeah. are there, are there, you know, uh, picks that I wish would have gone differently. Yeah. But there's no, there's nowhere where I'm like, God, I can't believe they took that guy. Like I really wish that he wasn't on the roster. You yeah. know, there's no picks like that. At I, all. Now my worst pick is going to be cornerback Keith Taylor. Again, yeah. he has the size and physical tools, but that's he's very raw. He they've got to really build him up. But other than that, I mean, that's that's it. Yep, that's a late fifth round pick. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and I mean, I don't, I don't even want to say what my least favorite pick is, but it, it probably would be J.C. Horn. Oh well, um, yeah, I get and that. And just just because, again, just because of who the Panthers passed on. I like J.C. Horn. J.C. Horn, had they gotten him at like 13, I'd have been over the moon, <laughs> you know? So it's that close for me. But, um, but yeah, you know, I'm going to be proven wrong on J.C. Horn, and I'm perfectly fine with that. Yeah. And, in fact, I, I really hope it happens. So Now, um, now the Panthers ahead. would have started signing some undrafted free agents. Um, first one I have here is Northwestern quarterback Peyton Ramsey. Okay. Uh, Washington State punter Oscar Dragovich the third. Yeah, I can't say that name. <laughs> I like this one. Uh, Grambling offensive line David Moore. He was another guy I was kind of looking at for the later rounds, but I didn't mention him in our late rounds. I like that guy. I, I yeah. think that's a good signing that you can maybe he can maybe make the bottom of the roster as depth. Yeah. Uh, Northwestern linebacker Patty Fisher. Did we? Did we sign a coach from Northwestern or something? <laughs> this is another guy that I like. Um, the, a guy that I thought they could have grabbed in the seventh round uh, or late sixth, uh, Patty Fisher. So uh, I do like that pick, that pick up. And Wisconsin, I, I'm not sure on Patty Fisher. I don't yeah. know him that well. So Sure. Wisconsin fullback Mason Stoke. All right, competing for a fullback position. Got it. By the way, another thing that we didn't mention about Tommy Trimble is he played a lot of fullback in and H back in college mm-hmm. and H back. Um, so just giving us more options 
on the offense. Yeah. So I like that pick even more than I like because I didn't know that when we first picked him. Um, but just kind of, again, doing some more research after the fact. And, honestly, some YouTube comments pointing me to the to the fact that that was the case. Um, I really like that about him. Yeah. Uh, so, yeah, no, nothing, like, jumps out at me huge from these undrafted free agents. Again, they're just kind of addressing more depth. And, you know, a lot of these guys will end up being practice squad guys or won't make the roster. So. Yep. Now, lastly, uh, we will be doing our bet sheet here. We'll kind of grade ourselves and – See who wins the $20 random prize. Uh, number yeah, one, yeah. the Panthers will trade the eighth pick. We all picked yes, so we are yeah, all They wrong. traded every pick except the eighth pick. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that is... Yeah. Uh, I mean, honestly, they pretty much did. So. so the Panthers will pick... First pick will be, I said offensive tackle, you said cornerback. You got that one correct. Yeah, kind of weird. Like, not the cornerback I expected, and not, you know, again, we, we both expected the Panthers to trade back, so I thought corner would have been a great value where we were going to trade back to. Um, but, yeah, I'll take it. Yep. And the next one, the Panthers will draft a tight end with one of their first three picks. I win that one on a technicality because Tommy Trimble was the fourth pick. I know. I, God, I wish I would have worded that one slightly different. <laughs> <laughs> so we're all tied up. And the first one. three rounds would have been smart. Uh, yeah. The Panthers okay, so will one to one. trade Teddy Bridgewater during the draft. We all got this wrong. It was the day before. Yeah, and you know what? I'm going to give us credit for this one, uh, You know, especially since we both picked yes, um, because we did this bet sheet like a day before the Panthers traded. And it essentially was. They trade him for a, a draft pick. Like, let's give us credit for this. Yeah. I, I'm saying yes for that one. So right. this one I'm going to call a push. Panthers total number of offensive linemen picked. There, You have Brady and the guard from Alabama, Deontay Brown. Brown. But Thomas Fletcher's kind of an offensive lineman too, but he's not. I, I don't do you want to how do you want to go with no that? I'm, I'm gonna give that one to you um you know the offensive line i think we don't need to get cute with it okay. i said that there would be more than two and a half you and jason hewitt uh who also did this with us uh, both said under and yeah you're right i mean it, again this is one of the reasons that i uh went a minus on this draft is because i was hoping that they'd have more uh more offensive line help yeah so so I'm at up to one now. Yep. Uh, the Panthers will draft more offensive players. We all said offensive players, so yeah, yeah. we're good. Yeah, I think we all got that. So 3-2, total overall draft day trades in the first round. Oh, I don't know how many there were. There were three. There were three, so yep. our, we're tied up, 3-3. Three, three. Yep, I called that one perfect. Will a running back be drafted in the – yes, I lost this one. Yeah, drafted in the first one. round. So you were now up 5 <laughs> Four, I think. Uh, yeah. The uh, number, well, I'm up one. Whatever, <laughs> whatever that is. The number of quarterbacks taken in the first round, we all said under. It doesn't matter, and we were right. Yeah. Uh, so six five. Name the surprising. Uh, Neither one of player. us gotten this one. Yeah. yeah. Uh, actually, I, I guess uh, I mean Jason Hewitt said Caleb Farley, um, who did oh, go twenty third, I think. But that's that kind of where sort I of expected where he was, him to go. Yeah, that's sort it. of. 
as as the thing went on, that's sort of where he went. But you picked Devontae Smith um, 20th or later, and I picked Patrick Sertain 16th or later, so we were both wrong on that. Yeah. Uh, total number of Panthers picks. <laughs> Currently, we have seven. Eight and a half over. Jason is the only one who picked that, and he would have won. And again, this was before the Teddy Bridgewater trade, which mm-hmm. given us eight before the draft started. So I think in that case, we both would have gone over. But yeah, so, oh well. And bonus, will the 49ers draft Mac Jones? Jason was the only one who said no, and you and I believe yes. that Shanahan was going to get his way. Because that's supposedly what happened, is Kyle Shanahan finally got put in his place. Yeah, yeah, and they went with Trey Lance. So, so it sounds like I win by one. Yeah. Yeah, so this was close, uh, and we got a lot wrong. <laughs> <laughs> it's always but fun. But that's okay. <laughs> that's <sighs> okay. So, all right. Well, uh, a $20 item from Amazon to me of your choice. Yeah. You know, I win, but I also lose. It yeah, like, well, so. <laughs> you have you have a Amazon package coming from me on Tuesday that is for his birthday, Logan's birthday. So. Oh, okay. Well, that's nice. Thank you. So I will let you know when the other one is on its way. Sounds good. Yes, my son turned one yesterday, so my my youngest son. Very excited about that. All right. Um, well, Jerry, I think that's about going to wrap it up, man. Yep. We want to thank everyone for listening. If you like the show, please let your friends know. If you have any questions or comments, you can email us at mailbag at meowmixpodcast.com. Yeah. Uh, when will we be back? That's a good question. Uh, probably at least going to be a week. We're going to kind of sit down and talk about some of this off-season content that we want to do. Anybody has anything they want us to talk about or any uh, ideas for you know segments, anything like that, any questions, um, then shoot us an email uh, or a Twitter DM, a YouTube comment, whatever you want to do, however you want to get at, get at us. We are uh, very responsive. So, Let us know. Um, But until next time, everybody stay safe out there and keep pounding.